Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you for joining us here today, this Wednesday. It's uh, Odin's Day, January 18th, 2023. Uh, good to be back uh, with you once again. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. We've had the World Economic Forum, of course, kick off here on the 16th on Sunday. We kind of briefly cover that a little bit uh, in the uh, Western Warrior show that we did here over the weekend over at RedEyesMembers.com. Or maybe you're uh, following us over at Odyssey as a member as well. Uh, goes up there. But uh, anyway, we have some uh, clips for you today, some choice clips. And I kind of want to put this in a little bit of a larger context, I guess. Less about some of the things so far that's been said. We have, although we have some of that. Uh, but just talking about why kind of it's important to um, continue to expose the Davos agenda uh, and uh, why it's a why it's very it's a very simple thing to do, to be honest, because it's <clears throat> right out in the open. And most people, if they're aware uh, and kind of if you can, if you manage to put it in context uh, of what they want, what they're attempting to achieve. Many of these, of course, politicians go there as well. So there are some elected people there, but many of them, you know, the business world and so forth, they are unelected by the people, right? But it most, it most, most people could find out, <coughs> tripping on my words here today. If most, let's try it again. If most people were aware of what they were doing, if you put it in context, I think a lot of people would be against it, right? So it's kind of an easy win. So one of the problems is you have a tendency by people who are, I don't necessarily like the term, but, you know, they're, they're dissidents, right? They're, they're opposing uh, kind of the liberal world order where things are going. Uh, they're on the, on the outskirts. Of course, most of these people are on the right wing. There are, I guess, a few left, maybe on the left, but, uh, you know, their ideas and, and policies have basically become mainstream, uh, you know, mainstream adopt, uh, adoption uh, by politics, by banks and all these things. So most of them are on the right. Tend to They tend to convolute things and make it too complicated and, and some kind of difficult take on things or it's not that important. Now, if you want to downplay kind of like the maybe not the significance of it, but like there's enough people out there now, even in kind of mainstream conservative circles, exposing it. So not everybody has to talk about it. I, that's fine. I, I get I get some of that. But to counter signal uh, the expose uh, of what they're doing, that that's a that's curious to me. That's kind of a mystery, right? It's kind of like when the Bilderberg stuff and that that's still, you know, ongoing the Bilderberg meeting. Right. But it kind of reached a crescendo right at some point. I forget what year it was, but from being very few people covering it to like being kind of still not mainstream, but there were mainstream articles about it. Most of the times when they covered in the mainstream, like they do now with the World Economic Forum and the Davos, uh, the Davos annual meetings, they they downplay the significance of it. Or, oh, this is just, you know, philanthropists and business people and CEOs meeting and, uh, you know, there's nothing sinister here kind of thing. And not everything will be sinister, but but the overall kind of idea that this is like a global steering committee that have introduced policies over the years that most businesses and politicians, and again, they brag about infiltrating, you know, cabinets in the Western world and things like that. Um, that's that's something to kind of raise your eyebrows about and like, wait a minute, what's uh, what, what is this about? Why is the media downplaying this? So anyway, I, I want to talk about some of that today and put it in context a little bit. And we do have some clips uh, and we have some other stuff later on as well. We'll see how much we have time to uh, to get to. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, of course, you had Greta uh, Thunberg being arrested at uh, the uh, anti-coal protest in, in Germany, which is kind of funny because I made the point, why is she not at, at uh, we all know this, of course, this is a rhetorical question, right? But uh, why is she not uh, demonstrating 
against the Davos elites, right? Because they're the ones who are truly pulling the strings, not the people in Germany who simply are trying to keep their country running uh, and keep their homes heated, right? Uh, anyway, that's kind of that's kind of what you get with some of this stuff. Uh, why why is she not doing that? Well, of course, because she's there as a mouthpiece for the elite. She she serves their purposes, obviously. Um, what more do we have? We have some stuff. If we can get to it about the ADL, they dumped some uh, some new survey. The, regularly, the ADL they survey uh, non-Jews about what they think about Jews. It's it's fascinating. I think it's one of the only ethnic groups that that do this, as far as I know. Um, we also have some stuff on. I guess the enrichment and diversity, if we can get to that a bit later. There's some uh, fascinating things going on out there in the, the wider world, beyond uh, Davos, of course. Uh, and uh, yeah, some, some random stuff towards the end as well. But uh, anyway, it should be a good show, uh, guys. So, so, so buckle up. But the, the meat of the thing here today will be on uh, the World Economic Forum, uh, Davos, the Davos agenda and stuff like that. Uh, if you do want to join us, nbcm.live slash Tv. We take super chats over there, but you can also super chat on Odyssey odyssey.com slash at red ice tv and also on rumble rumble.com forward slash user forward slash red ice tv we uh, keep an eye on that throughout the stream here as well Uh, anyway good to see everybody how you doing in chat guys it was a pleasure being back with you the second wanderer over on uh, interview stream says uh hail hendricks hey hail Hendrix. it's great to see you and get away by the way you probably know about this story by now but if you're not you really need to daily wire what is this Ah, that's a broken link. What is that? Uh, gay couple already pimped out made. Yes, I had. Yes, that's right. Let me see if I added that in. I think, I hope I did. If I didn't do that, I definitely should. Um, I saw that. I think the one I had from was from the, I think it's the same, from Town Hall, I think it was. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick, actually, before we get in get into the stuff here. Um, Town Hall, is it townhall.com? Was it about the couple? Second Wanderer, please put that in the regular chat. I think it's the same link or same story, uh, but put it in the regular chat in, on Entropy or whatever. You don't have to super chat it, and and I'll open that for some reason. The link is broken, so maybe it's at the end of it or something like that. I think it's the same. Uh, let me see if they have it up here. Town Hall. I think it was Town Hall. I'll try to find it when we play some clips and stuff like that. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Oh yeah, thank you. There we go. Let's let's uh, check this out. Uh, gay couple allegedly pimped out, made child porn with adopted children. Yes, that is the same. Uh, I think, I think it was actually a town hall investigation, and they had an audio uh, clip. Oh yeah, see, this has that right in the beginning, right? A town hall investigation found the alleged sexual abuse was much worse than reported. Here's the source. Here, I thought we could listen to that later. Actually, I did have it in the rotation. So thank you, uh, Second Wanderer. Good stuff. Well, not good stuff, but. It's good that we're exposing it, right? It's the same thing I said with the, uh, I think I uploaded that segment, right, about the Sarah Ransom. And some people said it was bullshit, and maybe it is. I don't know. But she's one of the girls that uh, allegedly was abused by uh, Jeffrey Epstein. She says she has tapes of uh, of uh, Dershowitz and another guy doing these acts. I, I hope it's true, because, of course, these people need to be exposed. But I said, you know, she needs to release these tapes. And it's like, well, that's child pornography. Well, yeah, of, co- of course, I get that. But what are you going to do? You have to expose this shit. Can you imagine being one of the people working with this day and night? Uh, now, now not, the, not the FBI, because they're actually enjoying this shit. They, they, <laughs> they actually do. Remember the Nassar case, the Larry Nassar case? I put, I put a, a tweet and a Telegram post about that a little while ago. Uh, it was actually the U.S. gymnastics teams that now is suing the FBI. I forget what the amount was. Um, they had known about the 
child kind of or the, the sexual abuse rather but many of them were girls so it's not just women in this u.s gymnastics teams right by larry nasser they have alerted the fbi to it and of course they dropped the ball on this they didn't investigate it properly in fact it got worse it got so bad uh, that some of the agents that were uh, assigned to work on this case uh, ended up asking larry nasser if there were any openings can I uh, can I get can I get employed, please? I'd, I'd love to work with you. Oh, you diddle kids here? <laughs> what? Uh, when can we start? Anyway, so you're not going to hear anything from them, of course. But um, no, people uh, wade through some of this. Uh, I mean, just the most despicable, uh, monstrous, you know, garbage you can imagine, right? Uh, that is a tough job, but someone has to do it. And so my point was, if Sarah Ransom has some of this footage, she should just release it to the world. You know what I mean? It's either she'll be off or she's just, you know, making it up and, and uh, trying to bolster her case or something like that. I'm not sure about it. All right. Um, Hexagod Productions or Podcast, sorry, says over on uh, Odyssey, uh, get out there and do some fly drops to break out of the online echo chambers. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, you got any good messages? Like you can you can do a bunch of different things, of course, to get out there uh, and, and to try to. Put, put stickers up and things like that. Generally not opposed to that whatsoever. I wonder how successful it is and how many people you reach. I mean, again, if you reach if you reach four or five people, that's I guess that's worth it. Technically, there's nothing uh, nothing against that. Absolutely. Uh, some people have actually requested that. They've asked for not maybe not only stickers, but usually it's better kind of if you do around a campaign. I think uh, uh, PA Patriotic Alternative they're pretty good at that. They do some good ones as well. Uh, so yes, that is definitely something we're uh, pro. Now, what we're doing here, of course, is we're trying to build local community and actually get people uh, on board uh, in terms of like being able to weather uh, what's what's coming essentially and build a network of more and more people. So it's a little different. It's not like kind of advertising because it's not selling like a political party or um, even to a certain extent a political idea. Of course, that's that's the backbone. If if you build community, obviously that that is the backbone. Right? But it kind of it, it's just like an understood. Um, it's it's just like there as a backdrop, and it's not always about that. You know, it's many cases it's just about having normal people that are not going along with all the, uh, the all the AIDS uh, <laughs> garbage in the world um, that you can network with, that you can help out, that you can support, that you can network, families getting together, kids, you can have uh, parties together, have a good time, uh, and then just like build uh, resilience uh, against what's coming because I think that's what it's going to come down to at the end of the day. I think you're going to have uh, small pockets or even bubbles, if you will, that has to weather weather the storm and no one knows how severe that's going to get no one knows how how cataclysmic so to speak the societal de degradation and collapse is going to get but you're never going to go wrong uh, with having as many people around you as possible that are like-minded that understand what's happening uh, that's ready to back you up kind of thing anyway we're, we're working on some stuff too of actually helping uh, to get people together in other regions you know what i mean uh, so it's not just where we actually are but actually helping at least to to kind of bind and connect people whether it's an area in the U.S., we're focusing on certain areas in the in Europe, of course, or even down under and stuff like that. So anyway, more on that's coming. Uh, we're going to try to create hubs, if you will, where we can, right? All right, anyway, uh, before we get too far here, <clears throat> let me see, what do we have? Uh, Spiteful Mutant says on Odyssey. Let me click back on that again. Uh, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Here we go. Uh, Jews are eight, more quoting here, Jews are eight times more likely to be gay. Is that true? 
Huh. 12 more times likely to be trans, 18 more times, uh, or 18 is more likely, 18 times more likely uh, to exhibit psychopathology. Uh, six grillion X more likely to practice pederasty and indefinitely more likely to be ugly, uglier than Aryans. Hail victory. Do you have uh, stats on that? <laughs> that's fascinating. Thank you. Appreciate that. That's, uh, that's very kind of you. All right. Well, not to them. I, I don't think they like that. But, you know, uh, hey, what are you going to do? If it's uh, if it's true, it's true. Right. That's uh, that's kind of how we uh, that's kind of how we roll here. Uh, it's better to uh, it's better to know and work with the truth as opposed to lies, right? And then you do the best of it. All right, uh, one more here from Black Philip. Then we'll get going. Uh, I've had some moderate success trying to red pill normies about Davos and World Economic Forum without sounding like some moron. See, that's 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 good. The big one is 500 elite Swiss soldiers acting as free private security for billionaires. I also think Switzerland is global homo central. Yeah, I mean Davos is obviously important. Where's the world Zionist headquarters again? Is that Zurich, right? The gnomes of Zurich. Have you, you guys have heard of that, right? There's three power centers right there. Um, world Zionist. Is it Congress? What is it? Or uh, Zurich. Let me just type in that and see where it is. Uh, yeah, you try to. It's not actually Google. Uh, world Zionist. Organization, I think it is. Isn't that what it is? I'm doing this on the fly here, so sorry, guys. Yeah, World Zionist Organization. Isn't that Zurich? Uh, at the founding conference in Zurich in 1929 by the World Zionist Organization. It's like the, I think it's the Bank of International Settlements. Is the World Zionist Congress or something. Or is it ba 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 Basel, right? That, or Basel? That's where it is. Basel, that's right. I thought it was the gnomes of Sir. The gnomes of Basel. Is it the gnomes of Zurich? I'll look that up later. But anyway, um, yeah, that is uh, the, it is a headquarter, right? In in terms of like, I mean, they're always, you know, neutral. You know, these kinds of things, right? Switzerland. Uh, <clears throat> so they they definitely have set up shop there. Let me put it that way: the banking establishment, the Zionist establishment, and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, no, we covered actually that in the Weekend Warrior show. The let me see if I can find it here. The uh, 5,000 or so troops. And that was actually even fact-checked. Of course it was, right? By Newsweek. Here's the, uh, here's actually the uh, screen cap from the uh, Swiss, Swiss uh, defense, uh, you know, website, the official government website here. Uh, Army in action at the World Economic Forum. They're again protecting and supporting the organization of the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum in Davos. The majority of the troops moved to assistance services in favor of the canton at of Gruabunden, Bunden, which took place from blah, 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 some other thing. Uh, anyway, so yes, 5,000 troops. Newsweek fact-checked and said, well, they might not actually use all the 5,000 troops, so therefore it's misleading. <laughs> so it's not true. Yeah, but they've allocated that. Remember last, was it 22? They held it during the summer. And I think it was way more people uh, coming than they expected. And it was way too much of an inconvenience uh, that they decided to move it back again to January. You know, it's colder, maybe less people show up. It's not really, you know, kind of your summer vacation thing that you you, you do, right? But anyway, we have some uh, people on the on location there. And you could, you, there's a lot of things, a lot, lot to go into there. A lot, lot of things to, to chew on in some of those clips. But anyway, we'll, we'll play some of it and we'll check it out. But yes, uh, Black Phillip, just... Um, Sometimes you can just just have just have normal normal people with normal talking points without being too spurgy about it, and uh, 
sometimes you have you have great success with that. You know what I mean? Uh, again, as I said, Flyers is great, and and I think if that starts a conversation, it's probably even better to be honest. Uh, but but talking to people and 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 yes, then mass communicating to people, uh, people sending, uh, people exposing this this group and what they're doing, what they're up to. That's always going to be a good thing, right? So it's a foot in through the door. Anyway, I'll make that point a little bit later. Why not? Why not? When it's so easy, it's it's, it's like it's, a, it's right there. All you have to do is just like. Put the put the ball in the net. You know what I mean? That that's all. That's kind of all you have to do. It's not complicated, which which then I understand. There's some people like, oh well, that that's why it's, it's it doesn't hold any significance. Or you know, some people argue because it's Bill Gates that it kind of have been popularized, associated with that, and Klaus Schwab. And without going into details whether they are suspects or not, they say, well, it's not it's uh, not uh, it's not, uh, it's not uh, Jews behind that. I've heard that right. Therefore, it's insig- it's just a bunch of Gentiles that are. It's a distraction. And I have a story about that too, by the way. So we'll, so we'll look at that uh, and make that point. That uh, no, it's very much uh, the 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 same uh, global elite faction. That's 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 part of this. And of course, no, they're not all going to be Jews. Of course not. There, there's people of all walks of life. What I think is interesting is the the vast overrepresentation uh, of uh, of Jews in some of these steering committees and stuff, and and these groups and NGOs and things like that. Right, uh, politically motivated uh, groups. Um, and then you can ask, well, do they have an ulter- ulterior motive inside of that, or is it just a, a general globalist kind of idea that they're pushing, right? Such as they do with the World Economic Forum. But anyway, the uh, this the, the the idea of the steering committees, right? It, it's usually the World Economic Forum is usually kind of, and uh, well, we'll get to this club later too, but it's kind of. <sighs> it's straw manned into saying, well, you know, they, whoever talks about them, say that they control everything. They dictate everything, they control everything, and it's all them and stuff like that. And it's like, no, I mean, maybe there's some that's saying that, but it, no, that's not what it's about either. That's simplifying it, and that's making it, you know, too generalized, right? There's many different groups. As I said before, Bilderberg used to kind of be the, the it thing. Now kind of the World Economic Forum's kind of really taken over that. There's people still exposing Bilderberg, of course, right? But there's a million, I mean, maybe not literally a million, but there's an awful lot, like thousands, I mean, tens of thousands of steering committees and bodies and stuff. And yes, they do influence policy. They, they put their people in place. It's kind of like, you know, what they call it, like an, an open, it's an open conspiracy of sorts. Certainly there are things going on behind closed doors. Yes, absolutely. But many of the ideas that they talk about now openly at the World Economic Forum was things that they used to have behind locked doors at, at a certain point. Because if people know that they were ta- what they were proposing, people would never have gone along with it. Um, so anyway, we, we didn't stop them in time and, and, and look at it now, right? Look at where we are now. All right. Anyway, here's, a, here's an example, right, of the <clears throat> crazy uh, attitude of some of the people and, and how arrogant they are that they show up at the World Economic Forum. In this case, it's actually... Uh, the climate envoy uh, to the U.S., John Heinz Carey, uh, showing up and uh, talking about how basically we're so unique because we are actually the few people here who wants to save the the world, right? Talk about a, uh, you know, mega, mega, what, what do you call it? The megalomaniac com- complex, right? <laughs> Thinking, yeah, we're, we're the ones who are going to save the earth, right? Hey, look at this invented problem I found. Now let's let's give me all the the resources and the power and the money and, and I'll save you from it and I'll save the earth. Anyway, uh, listen to this. And when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that 
we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and um, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, there you go. That's your uh, <clears throat> that's your dog whistle to the uh, ufologist there based planet. If you said that to most people, most people, they think you're just a crazy tree hugging lefty liberal, yeah. you know, do good or whatever. Absolutely. And, and there's no relationship. But really, that's where we are. Yeah, we're going to we're going to save the earth. That's our role. Talk about it being high and mighty and looking down your nose at everyone. Right. This is what they think of themselves. And that's why, of course, you get uh, such strong compliance. Uh, many of these people know what's going on and they can and will put it in context. Right. Of these policies, you know, from from ESGs to carbon capture and solving climate change and having climate refugees and open borders and, uh, you know, stakeholder capitalism and all these things that Klaus Schwab and all these uh, uh, his drones are talking about. Uh, but some people are, are are literally just kind of along for the ride and they're do-gooders and they think that this is like, I'm I'm helping, you know, uh, like uh, Ralph and the Simpsons. Was it Ralph? Ralph Wiggum, right? I'm helping. I'm saving the earth. Uh, but some of them are, tr some of them are truly uh, calculative. Some of them are, are, are wicked and they're just giving us that, that bone, right? The straw man. No, we're, we're helping you. We're, if, if we, without us. Uh, the, the earth would go under and we would all die. Like, yeah, bunch of bullshit. Uh, here's another clip. Uh, and by the way, that's why people like John Heinz Carey and these maniacs uh, are the ones that are least fitted, I guess, or least fit to be in the role that they're in of having power, of having influence, of driving policy, of changing, trying to change people's minds and uh, you know, doing things politically and stuff like that. They, they, they need to be removed from power, these people, because they they think they're, they're high and mighty sitting on their high horse and they think that they're saving the earth. That's the most absurd, ridiculous thing you get. It, it's a cartoonish and a childish way to go about it. Utterly, utterly childish. Uh, like, no, you're not saving. You're making it worse, in fact. All right. Um... Here's another clip of them talking about a uh, the World Economic Forum panel here uh, talking about a catastrophic global cyber attack uh, within the next two years. We're here today to share the findings of the World Economic Forum's uh, Global Security Outlook uh, Report 2023. This is a result of uh, research in collaboration with the forum's communities and our partner Accenture, which we've uh, interviewed and sought input from over 300 executives globally. The most striking finding that we found is that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that the geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. Mm -hmm. And of course, we uh, what was it called? Uh, Operation Cyber Polygon, right? This is uh, red flags because usually when they talk about this, uh, much as event 201, catastrophic contagion, and, and, and no, it's not all, again, it's not all World Economic Forum. This is just a one fairly strong spoke in an entire wheel. It's one cog in a bigger machine, right? And they jump from this group over to some other group, and it's, you know, John Hopkins, it's the Rockefeller Foundation, it's the ADL, it's the World uh, Jewish Congress, it's, uh, uh, it's just, as I said, it's tens of thousands of these steering committees and groups, and yes, Bilderberg, uh, trilateral commissions, it's, it's even 
it's even just the EU, right? It's Washington, <laughs> you know, like London, Tel Aviv. You know what I mean? It's, it's powerful people in these positions of power. They're steering things. And most of them are, are just not uh, asking uh, the people, right? Uh, and I mean, many of them are symbolic. It's, it's, an, they're, it's the most kind of obvious in-your-face group to look at, right? Which, of course, means... They do do not hold all the power, and I, and again, it's a it's a straw man, right? To argue that, well, you're saying that they are the only ones that happen. No, very few, I think, are saying that. It's saying they're part of a cog in a bigger machine, right? And at the same time, some of them do steer things, they do influence things. <clears throat> they're not the ultimate power behind the scenes, perhaps, uh, but they're doing their bidding and they're enforcing their policy making. They're they're uh, uh, pushing for the world and for the country that they influence to go in that direction and things like that. And it's not always, um, uh, you know, monolithic or whatever the, the term is. It's not always that this is successful. Sometimes shit happens and they have to be dynamic. And they, it, it's much of it is about learning to use situations, right? Using crises and things like this to their advantage. In some cases, yes, they create the crises too. Uh, but in many cases, it's about being strategic and using them uh, to get a desired outcome, right? To use surfing on the on the opportunity, if you will, of of uh, of, of chaos and tragedy, right? Uh, offering the order out of the chaos, very easy. Uh, hey, God says, uh, thank you for the broadcast. Thank you. Appreciate uh, you watching. Very nice. All right. So that's that's one. Check out this other one. Uh, Ang- <laughs> Al Gore get, uh, get v- very angry at the, uh, at the racists. You got to keep in mind, too, a lot of this is the, the entire... For those who might care kind of less about this, so they think like, oh, well, I just... Um, I just monitor the anti-white agenda and stuff. Well, this is, this is all steeped in that, too, right? I mean, these are the groups that are... Uh, pushing um, ESGs and stakeholder capitalism and these kinds of things, right? It, it's the same, it's the same agenda weaved into that, right? Of diversity and equity and inclusion and all that's anti-white, right? But anyway, here's here's Al Gore, uh, raving mad at the, I guess, at the racists who who uh, potentially will oppose uh, the open borders that this group wants and that he wants uh, once the. Once the, the, it's shifted from just being, uh, you know, oh, this country is at war and therefore, uh, you know, all these refugees need to go from, you know, Iraq or from Syria or Afghanistan or whatever country it is, Sudan or Somalia, uh, and flood into Western countries. At, at some point, that might that might not end. But the big one, the big push, is of course the climate refugees. Right? You, you'll have. You'll have some weather pattern that you don't get every day in certain regions, and then that's going to be used as the excuse that, like, oh my God, you know, wildfires. We have to we have to evacuate uh, sub-Saharan Africa, <laughs> and they all have to go to Europe, right? So at some point, you're going to see this climate refugee thing really kick into high gear. Uh, and here's Al Gore speaking to that. Listen to this. Of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance <laughs> on this world. We have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say, we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had, and we need have had, and we need to make some changes. We need to make changes. That's right, <clears throat> man. He's angry. I don't think I've heard him that riled up in a while, man. What's he's on? Maybe he took uh, <clears throat> maybe he took one of the blood packs 
uh, before he came up on uh, stage. One of the uh, the, the child adrenochrome <laughs> blood packs that he's got in his little su- suitcase. Well, he worked with a guy that's actually called uh, Blood, right? Remember that? It was like Blood and Gore was actually one of the, the names. I, I mean, it wasn't like very successful, I think, but it was, I think they wrote a, some books together or something like that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, he's very, he's very upset about, uh, about the xenophobes, right? The racists who who are not gonna who are not gonna want to have a, a billion people uh, coming to their civilization and their country. It's uh, it's quite shocking. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah, so we had some. Uh, see here, some classic uh, <coughs> wacky wacky lady showing up. We, we call these batik hex in Sweden, which is basically uh, tie dye witch, right? Um, you know, many people say, well, they're they're pagans, right? They're heathens, these people. And it's like, well, it's true that they're earth worshiper, but not not in the traditional sense that you might think of the term. Many of them uh, are, they're worshiping the earth to the extent that they don't want humans to be part of that. Like they want us behind a glass wall or like in some underground bunker, bunker or something like that. Uh, we basically can't interact with nature. We can't be part of nature. We can't have, they don't want us to have farms at the end. They want to drive us off the land, right? Agenda 2030 talks a lot about that. Having mega hubs, mega cities, uh, and then basically like taking people off from the, the rural areas and, and just drive them into um, metropolises, essentially. Uh, and that entails you not being, you know, not even being able to go out into the land. That's why. That's why they're doing this crazy thing with the, uh, new asset classes where they're going to basically monetize nature. Um, King Charles talked about that. He he dropped that when he released that great reset video, right? He talked about how we got to change the capitalist system. It's got to be a new economic model and it's got to be based on nature, right? I've done separate videos on that, but it's quite, quite crazy. Even processes of nature itself, they're going to seek to like um, monetize or, or, or base the economic, economic system around that. It's pretty crazy. Um, anyway, so so speaking to that, and that kind of level of like uh, you know woo woo kind of earth worship uh, uh, cookery, which you kind of which you got with those early like uh, uh, what was that the uh, back in Rio nineteen ninety two was that it was not Club of Rome it was another group I think it was just the UN Earth Earth Summit I think it was actually back in nineteen ninety two they kind of launched some of that there right but here's a wacky uh, lady here sitting with some. <clears throat> I don't know what it is, some some Gandalf wizard hat or something. Uh, it, it actually looks much worse than that, so I, I'm not going to offend Gandalf here, but you know what I mean? <laughs> the crazy hat. Talking about it, the spiritual issue, right? Uh, uh, I don't even know what she means when she says she says the creator here, but uh, it's all we have to change people's spiritual. It's, it's, this is the, the we've talked about this, the launch of like a new religion tied into this, right? It, it will be a form of kind of earth worship, but again, a detached one. Listen to this. And also our faith leaders, they know that this crisis is much more than physical and environmental schisms. We have a deeply wounded spirit as a people that is in desperate need of healing and restoration. And we must look to our almighty creator to find our proper place in humanity, our proper place as that one strand. Uh, do you ever don't see the name of the Does chat know who that is? What's the name of this one? Anyway, that's an amazing hat there. That's <laughs> quite quite bold, Ex- eccentric fashion statement there. But uh, what do you know? Uh, now, as a technicality, as a technicality, she's not she's not wrong. But whatever she means when she says those things, <laughs> that's that's wrong, and she's just a, a, a lunatic. Uh, anyway, a lot of uh, that's more. 
fun for you there. But um, so there were some discussions here, you know, about the econ- economy and stuff. And, and I kind of, I, I, on one end, I sincerely believe that they, they want just to go kind of straight into a new economic model. And I think that that would have been ideal for them. I think there is a lot of capitalist interest weaved into this that would love to see the system kind of just maintain and business is doing good, but then, then this transformation economically and the, the, we've, we can weave in the, the green transition into that, the political transition, the healthcare transition, the, uh, you know, you, most most facets of what they dictate and talk about, they, they want to be have that part of that uniform vision uh, of like a new world, right? A, a new way of governing, right? Um, but some of them, I think, understand that there has to be like e- economic, yeah, economy, obviously, that's part of the, the monetary system, right? There has to be a, a crash, there has to be a collapse, there has to be, there has to be chaos in order to come in and offer uh, the order out of that. Um, so I think you'll have a divide on that. Some of the business people that show up at Devos will be like kind of, no, it's, 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 it's fine. We don't want this to derail. We want it to be okay. But then I think there's plenty of people behind the scenes that like, no, we need to run this. We need to run the economic system into the ground as hard as possible, as fast as possible. And that's going to be the only way for them to get people to uh, accept change, right? Whether that's central bank digital currencies uh, or whether that's a complete overhaul as i said to go over to you know having nature as tradable asset classes and having that as the basis of the economy or whether it's just uh, pivoting towards like uh, special drawing rights like the imf has you you could argue that's already the the global currency it, it's right there most uh, you know countries are in debt they're in debt to the imfs they're in debt to other countries and much of that is based around the uh, sdrs special drawing rights but anyway so yes a recession right uh, inflation recession that was some of the talking points uh, and uh, i think it was yahoo had a little uh, excerpt and a, and a uh, little reel of some of the ceos talking about that at the uh, world economic forum talking about recessions but of course when I talk to people and ask them about their business they seem to think their business is okay so everyone here seems to think the other person has a problem mild recession slightly down for a couple quarters and then back to uh, slightly up and then more normal in 25 Bank of America this is the guy I mean the previous guy is horrible too but this is the guy who uh, that memo was released I guess that the memo of the uh, Bank of uh, Bank of America about how the worker have too much leverage. Here it is. Um, we hope conditions for American workers will get worse. The financial behemoth privately fears that regular people have too much leverage. That's that's Bank of America for you right there. Well, don't don't even get me started on Wells Fargo. Absolute scum. Uh, all their um, anti-white policies now are just lending to like non-white people. And I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. And you do have these countries being involved in or these corporations i should say being involved in steering these policies right some of them have told them from the top down let me uh, go over here four and into 25. i don't think there we go um some of them have been told this is what we're doing now you're going to go along with esgs and that's just the new model and many of them have signed up for it like people have to ask that like why is it that these big businesses show up and and agree to many of the policies proposed if the World Economic Forum didn't hold any sway or influence, why would they even agree to that? Why would BlackRock be uh, at the forefront pushing these things, right? They certainly 
didn't wouldn't have to be. There would be just I mean, there's there's obviously still ruthless in the way they treat regular people, but it but it has shifted from just like the raw money making aspect of capitalism uh, to now enforcing uh, social agendas, political agendas, and policy changes. Uh, and and even as the uh, Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, said, we played that clip many times too, of uh, him talking about how we might, we got to force behavior to change. We have to force behaviors to change, so that they begin to do what we want them to do. Anyway, back to the clip here. Slightly down for a couple of quarters, and then back to uh, slightly up, and then more normal in twenty four and into twenty five. I don't think that we are too deep into recession so far. I think there will be parts of the world that go into recession this year, um, but we will choose to ignore that in the parts of the world that are enjoying continued growth. Recession is a world heard around the Alps and Davos, and those were just some of the voices we've heard from so far, warning that a recession could be coming this year. Now, let's, begin, let's get back on the ground in Davos, Switzerland, where Julie... All right, I don't think we need to watch the rest of that. Here's another one. Check this out. Uh, a little longer clip here, but uh, still be worth it to listen to this. Here's BlackRock Larry Fink, right, at the uh, <clears throat> 2023 World Economic Forum, uh, talking about the personal attacks that he has experienced. And uh, he mentions ESGs here in this clip as well. Uh, quite interesting. Check this out. How much has the political backlash, thank you, to ESG investing had on you and BlackRock? Why, why in the world would people oppose ESGs, right? Other than being, de- this is a other than being dehydrated. Um, <laughs> actually, if you just reflect on BlackRock's flows last year, um, the backlash, it's public. We lost about $4 billion of flows from various states. Good. Um, but in long-term flows last year, we, we, we were awarded $400 billion. Uh, By whom? Just last year. Uh, in the United States, our clients entrusted us with an additional $230 billion. So uh, you tell me, $4 billion out so small and potatoes. $230 in, in the U.S. On the other hand, let me be clear. Uh, I'm taking this very seriously. Uh, we are trying to address the misconceptions. Uh, it is, uh, it's hard uh, because it's not, it's not business anymore. They're doing it in a personal way. And in the first time in my professional career, um, ta- attacks are now personal. Um, yeah. What do you What do you think, idiot? You're the one pushing it. Of course, it's personal. <laughs> what, do, what do you what, Oh, they should just be allowed to to attack me uh, on the things I say. Well, you're personally driven pushing this shit. Of course, it's personal. What the hell are you talking about? They're trying to demonize. Oh, issues. Um, yeah, because I I didn't do nothing. I I'm trying to help everybody here. <laughs> That's the view they have again. We're, we're just trying to save the earth and and have our uh, diversity and equity and inclusion, our, our, our global governance system here. And uh, if you just uh, just hand over power and let us take over the reins, it's going to be so much better for you. You'll see. In terms of all, long, you know, we're sitting here in Europe. Um, if you do not have a lens towards uh, decarbonization, you're not going to win one, one euro of business. And so... Who that... Who the fuck are you to tell people what? Who who voted for you, dipshit? Um, we we talk about choice. It, it, you know, we we are one of the largest hydrocarbon, if not the largest hydrocarbon co- co- uh, investor in the world. 
because we're the largest indexer and we're, we work with all these different companies. At the same time, we're one of the fastest growing companies related to decarbonization. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear, the that's IRA personal. in the United States is- We're going to find out why, what's happening in Germany right now. Again, and that's why, that's why these people are protesting in, at the mine in, uh, in Germany there, the Greisgruschwitz, what was it called again? Uh, <clears throat> I zoomed in, we looked at it in the Wake and Warrior show. We zoomed in on the area and stuff and looked at the mine. I mean, the, the machines are incredible uh, there in Germany, right? But that's where we'll talk about it. I have that later, get that to me being arrested and stuff there, right? But like, it's, it's the policy that not only this guy drove, but many others and the people that influences and the business, the other banks and the, the you know, all the money that he handles and stuff like that, right? Uh, from, you know, decommissioning the nuclear power plants to saying coal is evil to then consequently becoming dependent on uh, Russian gas as a, as a, to make up for that. Like, well, how, how is he good? How else are you going to run the country? You're not going to be able to. And then, of course, the Nord Stream attack happened and stuff. And now Germany is like, oh, well, we, we, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll look to the U.S. We'll start buying their LNGs. Let's build out the terminals to receive LNGs right now. And that's going to still take a few years. I think they opened their second LNG terminal, uh, the, the first one this year, the second one overall since like Nord Stream, I think, or something like that. And that's not enough, right? But like, who who had the interest again of um, the the financial, the 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 geopolitical, the, like the, the the global chess chessboard kind of strategic interest in ensuring that Germany started working with America as opposed to looking to Russia, right, to get you know cheaper energy to get gas and stuff like that. Of course, it's it's all the, the usual suspects. Is those who control America? It's American interest. It's it's the whole uh, it's the whole faction, right? Um, anyway, so the point is, they they have done a lot of this, and th- that's why circling back around on that, then why these people who are out there protesting just a coal mine that's trying to keep the damn houses warm and the country running running an industry going should be at these meetings and protesting these people. But again, we we know why they're not there. Because they're part of the same fucking gang. They're part of the same problem. Anyway, back to um, everyone's favorite here, Larry Fink. The game changer, too. And we're seeing more... Larry Finkelstein. ...more companies who are looking to partner and doing things. And in our conversations in Europe, we're, we're hearing all the Europeans are looking to have a, a similar response. So let, let's be clear. The narrative is ugly. The narrative... Look at those shoes. Wow. <clears throat> it's almost as bad as that hat. <laughs> Same color scheme too. What's going on? Um, is is it is it going to be? I, I know what's going on. Is it collectively? It's going to be one entire, you know, kind of a hippie, uh, like a, a new new age wizard outfit, right? So someone wore the hats, someone wore the shoes, some you're going to say someone wearing the pants to match that, and someone's going to you know wear the coat. We'll, we'll, we'll find we'll find the others too. Those who wear the uh, you know the the shirt and the pants. <laughs> And the cloak is creating this huge polarization. If you really read the CEO letters that I've written in the past, I talk about um, a a uh, transition has to always be fair and just. Has it taken a personal toll? Bullshit. On you or are you promoting? I, it's hard for me to lose assets. much more hair. <laughs> no, I. It's not enjoyable. You know, seeing trucks with you know, with a picture of me standing next to some other people that are DMI, deified. So, um, oh, is it the? Does he talk about the the bus that went around? Was that one? Was that? I think that was something else. I'll find that. But yeah, someone put a pretty decent, uh, uh, nice print up on a bus, right? It was like Gates and this guy, I think, or something like that. Anyway, it's uh, 
It's not <clears throat> globalist shields. <laughs> I, in, when I meet our clients, when I meet our clients um, in Europe, our clients in the Middle East, in Asia, when I meet our clients in red states and blue states, I'm actually rewarded about the depth of our conversations. I mean, I, 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 another example of what we are doing with our clients, we're winning more and more of the entire portfolios of their pension funds than ever before. And this <clears> is not, uh, this is, you know, we actually won the entire pension plan of a major hydrocarbon company, a major energy company. You know, if we were that enemy uh, that we're being, um, we're being accused of, I don't think we would have those type of relationships with them. We're working with- you, Well, you have them so that you can transform them from the inside, right? On one end, you're willing to work with them, make money on them, but then at the same time, you're shilling and pushing this other, you know, carbon neutral bullshit. At the, it's about it's about becoming such a large entity that no one can, you know, be outside of your sphere of influence, right? What is it? Tw was it twenty trillion? They're going to control uh, soon, together with Vanguard or something like that, BlackRock. Um, that's an awful lot of sway, right? An awful lot of power, and then they are pushing all these political garbages. And, and, and again. Of course it's personal. And why is it that you're not listen, listening then to legitimate criticism uh, of what you're doing and accept the fact that people are not willing to go along with it? No, instead it has to be coercive, right? It has to be subversive. It has to be forced on people. As I said, we, we force behavior. One or two major energy companies right now on their pathway on decarbonization. And so as I, my letters wrote, we have to be working with energy companies, not against. I've always said we yeah, are transforming against, from the inside. Yeah, um, 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 divestiture. Divestiture it just moves from public hands to private hands. And so even in the first letter when I talked about um, decarbonization and climate, that was in 2020. And all the things I've said are still true today. Unfortunately, there are some politicians who are taking some sub parts of a sentence out of context, <laughs> and it, and that's the world we live in today. Yeah. Oh, poor you. Oh, no. Did someone take something out of context? I can't believe that. That certainly never happens to anyone else. Uh, here he is, forcing behavior. Listen to this. Well, behaviors are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're, gonna, we're asking companies. Uh, you have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock, we are forcing behaviors. Yeah, of course they are. And what kind of government do they like? Uh, uncertainty. Markets don't like uncertainty. Markets like actually totalitarian governments where you have a uh, understanding of what's out there and obviously we're uh, the whole dimension is changing now with uh, as you said a democratization of uh, of countries and and democracies are very messy as we know in the united states uh, you have opinions changing back and forth how much and has that's why the political backlash thank you to ESG that. investing and that's why they pay lip service to that shit right head on you and blackrock where's the volumeer there it is. Yeah, they pay lip service to that and democracy and oh, fa you know, inclusion and fairness and blah blah, all these words, right? But then at the, on the back end, like yes, they want, they just want out, you know, complete control of totalitarian system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so they push like soft, soft, like kind of liberal ideas on the surface, right? Go, oh, go along with this, but then it's like a a ruthless. Um, one-way streets, you know what I mean, with these kinds of groups and stuff like that. It's it's all a charade. It's all a farce. It's all a big. Uh, it's all a big bullshit uh, scam. All right. So <clears throat> another thing uh, that we got out from this, which is 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 good, 
uh, is the Borla clip there, Rebel Rebel Media, Rebel News, what is it again? Rebel News, I guess it is now. <clears throat> and it's funny because in this, <laughs> you, you, you could say here, it's going to be funny about this, um, uh, three Jews <clears throat> you know, walk into a, a uh, <laughs> an Alpine European town. <laughs> and, and what follows is a, is a, well, it's not really a discussion uh, of that, right? But uh, yeah, uh, Avi uh, Yemeni, he's, he's Jewish. Uh, Ezra Levant from Rebel News, he's Jewish. And then, uh, of course, Albert Borla himself uh, is, is also uh, Jewish. So, of course, this would not be something that's kind of brought up in this context, right? Because we have talked many times of uh, Borla won the Genesis Prize, which is basically like Israel's like Nobel Prize, right? They, I guess they didn't win enough Nobel Prizes that they get a, they love their prizes and awards, right? So they have to do their own, uh, own one. So anyway, he, he was rewarded that lately, and this was touted, you know, um, uh, very proudly. Right from the rooftops. Oh my God! It's a disproportionate contributions, right, by this uh, small ethnic group. How is it possible? But <laughs> anyway, um, again, net positive with the, this shit coming out. Right? Why make it complicated? Why you know you can you can go into the details and the nuances later on and and like kind of break things up and uh, overanalyze or you know not overanalyze but like you know. What I'm saying is, it's like let this let this flow, right? Let let there's an awful lot of people that just because like some kind of normie tier conservatives talk about something, we have to counter signal that. And look, I get the I get the urge for that. I understand that. And it's not that you can't criticize as or or why didn't they bring that? You know, keep the feet, you know the fire under their feet. It's like why didn't they bring this up? Or why didn't they talk about the anti-white agenda we've been into this or, or whatever it can be? Like that's that's good stuff, right? But to counter signal the whole thing. In and of itself, right? Which, which ironically is, I'd say too, that the, the few people that are kind of downplaying or, or rather seeing it as like useless and, and petty or it doesn't mean, it doesn't matter if you criticize the World Economic Forum or something like that, where I see it as an opportunity to like to help to wake up more of our people. Um, they tend to have gone very soft on the vaccine as well, but a lot of them are ve very like, uh, no, because there's not enough Jews in the World Economic Forum. It's Gentiles, and therefore it's a distraction. It doesn't mean that they, 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 it's um, impossible for them to hold there for any power and, re and real influence and kind of thing. But then they completely dismiss or, or won't even recognize what we've seen with COVID and the vax pushes and, and like who's, you know, who's the CEO of these companies and stuff. And it's just like, it's an amazing uh, willful blindness that some of these critics have of of this, and and basically just looking the other way. Anyway, so anyway, so so that's not part of this, but here at least they're they're kind of pushing some um, questions on on uh, Albert Borla here on the clip, uh, and I I love that like they have to he, he's there walking right with them. But they have to change, like, oh, we can't get in this way. We have to go back again, and so therefore they can kind of continue to have their questions, you know. Uh, anyway, let's let's uh, let's check it out here, Mr. Borla. Can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. To that question, I mean, we we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans stop transmission. 
Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? It's been good. Ask the ask the Demprick. <laughs> I mean, this is one of the guys responsible for this shit, uh, and one of the guys making money on it. So good. The for time them. to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the com- countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine. Yeah, you have a little bit of right. Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada? What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about on your private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about myocarditis? What about the sudden deaths? What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Why won't you answer these basic questions? No apologies, sir. Do Do you think you should be charged criminally for... Albert, for some of the criminal behavior you've <laughs> that's obviously good. that's gold but like for some reason they're lead is this is this a setup or something i, I mean i you know, look all these things again i i'm not going to complicate it i just said that like it's it's some of this is an easy win like show what a goddamn prick this guy is right one thing leads to another you question the global elite, you question the World Economic Forum, then you question their policies, then you question their ESG stuff, then you question their anti-white stuff, you, you question their open borders, you begin hating them, you question their vaccine. This is why the media has to continue to defend these meetings and say it's bizar- these bizarre conspiracy theories, and some of them are. Sure, that's fine. But at the end of the day, they cannot stand that people begin asking questions about that. That that is the forbidden and dangerous zone that people enter into, and from there, it, the whole agenda could just be you know spilling spilling out on the floor, so to speak, in very short time for people that before never had questioned any of this stuff. Isn't that a good thing? <laughs> Isn't that a good thing if we've got you know many 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 more people like oh shit like they're trying to replace us or like you know all these policies could just you know come um, become clear to these people right that finally begin questioning some of this stuff and that's why I'm like don't complicate it don't make it too you know too difficult you can have those discussions and stuff but to counter signal it or to kind of not let that happen or to downplay it i think that's strategically just a very dumb thing to do anyway i, I love that uh, session section there right when he like the lead him <laughs> to the, it's the, the, the tarp there or whatever and that's that entrance is closed and they have to turn back again and they i think they get like another couple of minutes next to him fascinating being a part of how much money have you personally made off the vaccine How many boosters do you think it'll take for you to be happy enough with your earnings? Nothing. Who did you meet with here in secret? Will you disclose who you met with? Who did you pay commissions to? In the past, Pfizer has paid $2.3 billion in fines for deceptive marketing. Have you engaged in that same conduct again? Are you under investigation 
like you were before. L lizard noises intensifies. For your deceptive marketing, <laughs> sir. And that John Kerry, remember? It's almost like an extraterrestrial, uh, what was it? <laughs> an extraterrestrial uh, drive or something to want to save the earth. Yeah. If any other product in the world doesn't work as promised, you get a refund. Should you not refund to countries that laid out billions? No. For your ineffective vaccine. My money Are now. Are you <laughs> only sympathetic media, so you don't know how to answer any questions? Is that it? Shame on you, sir. Shame on you. That's Albert Bula, the boss of Pfizer. His people were pushing us around a little bit. Mate, he's well, pretty fit. Do I don't reckon he's had one jab. I'm huffing and puffing a bit. At least I didn't have any myocarditis. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <clears throat> there's an awful lot you can criticize Rebel News for, for like not talking about certain things or, uh, you know, and, and again, that's all well and good, but at least, at least they're, they're doing this, right? At least they're going there and <clears throat> doing that. Uh, here's the, uh, the clipper. Check out the weird lizard neck here. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to make fun of uh, how they look and stuff, but the other thing also, of course, there is, um, and that's that's fine. I think we should ridicule these people considering, I mean, it's the least we can do considering what they've done and, and how they made these money and stuff like that. I mean, these people need to be held criminally uh, accountable. Uh, but then, of course, uh, we base that ridicule uh, on the fact that they are scum, right? And, and liars and, and, and criminals. A lot of indications right now that uh, are telling us that there is uh, uh, a protection against uh, transmission of the disease. There is no variant that we have identified that escapes the protection of our vaccine. Against COVID to come now with a treatment of 90% effectiveness, you know, personally makes me a lot very proud about uh, And we know that um, the, three, the two doses of the vaccine offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against... It is necessary a fourth boost right now. The, the protection that you are getting from the third, it is uh, good enough, actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths. It's not that good against infections, but doesn't last. What do we say to that? Liar! That's right. <clears throat> Goddamn liar! That's what's going on here. So, of course, that's why they're, uh, you know, pushing this guy up against a wall, figuratively speaking, like this, which is uh, which is good. Good for them for at least doing that. Um, then, of course, I'm not sure if that was on his way to this uh, interview or if he had come from that or whatever. But of course, there he has the same uh, little scarf on there. Um, we started experiments to make one vaccine for both COVID and flu. That's going to be it. Was is that the by 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 Bivalent, bivalent vaccine? Was that what that one was called? Um, they want more. They want much more money. They want to harm a lot more people. 
Well, you raised it. Yeah. Where are you in developing? Because I know, I think that's what you were originally doing with Biontech. You were yes. developing mRNA for flu. Where are you on a flu vaccine based on mRNA? Oh, the studies are running. They have completely recruited. We are waiting for cases as they accumulate. means that people have been vaccinated. Placebo, vaccine, and now the disease, some of them will get disease. And then we are waiting to unblind the data to see what is coming. I think will come in the, this year, in 23. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, you can't guarantee a timeline depending on the clinical trials. No, because but your you, best guess, what would you think? Uh, I think uh, by the first half of the year, maybe. First half of the year? Yeah, June, July. Wow. And, and so are, how far are we away from one vaccine that's both COVID and flu together? First, we need to have a flu. <laughs> and uh, if we have a flu, already we started uh, uh, experiments to combine the two. Uh, so that we don't lose time again. Uh, I think we'll come more or less all together if it is successful. All right. <clears throat> so that's what. No, they, I think that's, that's what, what you originally. That's what they're there pushing uh, on these people. Absolute goddamn criminals, right? Yeah. What was it he said again? John Kerry and the, the, the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, David Icke was right. It's lizards, folks. It's lizards. Women come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. I mean, it's so. Almost extraterrestrial. Yeah, that's right. All right. Um, <laughs> let's not complicate this. Okay. Uh, anyway, check out like the, the homogenized singular message in like the mainstream media here, right? Someone pulled out a few other tweets, right? The World Economic Forum, which opens Monday, is slated to take on processing global issues. But online, it has become a target of bizarre claims from a growing chorus who believe it involves a group of elites manipulating events for their own benefit. Well, it's also manipulating the events of, of the future direction of the whole planet. But yeah, sure. Uh, but anyway, then every tons of these outlets, of course, you end up using the same terminology, right? Isn't that interesting? Davos has increasingly become targets of bizarre claims. Fortune, Time Magazine, events. The events has increasingly become a target of bizarre claims. CBS News, that we're looking for us to increase to become a target of bizarre claims. <laughs> they all just send out one associated press story, and then, of course, they all kind of pick up on that. That's why, of course, it's important to, to own, uh, right, the, the AP, uh, Reuters, right? And who owns those again? Hmm. It's your usual suspects. Um, but, yeah, so there is, there is some, um, there are some people that are, you know, count the, they want to counter-signal this. And, and my point is, it's very easy, right? Double, World Economic Forum concerns is a good test to find out who the midwits on this site, assuming Twitter, and elsewhere are. States remain the primary players on the global scene. <clears throat> okay, but when they talk about infiltrating the cabinets of various uh, governments, then no, that's that's wrong. <laughs> right? Um Anyway, it's uh, Tulip Tide made a good point about this too. Um, it's like, okay, th there's still multiple players on the stage and there's multiple interests. They're pulling in different directions and stuff. But, but again, it's about creating these steering groups that operate as an umbrella, right? To, that, that gobbles up, whether it's individual politicians or entire political parties or entire countries, the most of the policymakers or the corporate sector in a country or something like that, right? And then they, they again, they homogenize that message, right? Um, and here was another one. <clears throat> Look at that. Here's a, here's a, here's a good one. Right? 
Um, someone says, I, I, I never was an anti-vaxxer before 2020. I am now. I'm also anti-WEF. I'm anti-NATO, anti-EU, anti-WHO. I'm anti-the UN, anti-mainstream media, anti-pharma. I am, however, pro-peace, pro-freedom, and pro-democracy. Now, if these organizations would only self-destruct. Um, Tulta says, as I've been saying, very short leaps from hating vaccines to hating globalist world government organizations to posting racial crime statistics. Right, he, there was the second one that this person retweeted here. Um, why the difference? So he, he retweeted this, right? I can't put my, quite put my finger on it. Bombings in Sweden, 236 bombings in 11 months. Hungary, zero bombings. And then they go through, of course, implying the immigration statistics. See how that works? How simple that was? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Why Why not use that? Why not complicate Does that mean that everything someone talks about in regards to their criticism, whether it's the UN or even NATO or the World Economic Forum, look, we, we try to seek accuracy at every turn. But if the, big, if the bigger picture that's kind of weaved into this is more or less accurate and it's a wider criticism of where we are going and what, and what they're doing against us, then that is a good thing, right? That is why it is important to expose uh, the World Economic Forum and the Davos agenda, as we do with many other groups, right? But then a little bit of meat for those people who are like, well, it's just a bunch of Gentiles and it's nothing to do with it. Oh, really? Check out this article from the Occidental Observer. I referenced it many times. We're not going to go through the whole thing. But um, uh, the the author here, Carl uh, Hammers, does, does a good work of uh, examining the ethnic composition uh, of uh, the quite possibly most influential global organization, Transforming Our World Today, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, all those kinds of things, right? Then they go through some of the the trustee members, right? The World Economic Forum Board of Trustee Member, Leo Raphael Rafe, right? David M. Rubenstein, uh, bio at the World Economic Forum, declares she's a co-founder and co-executive chairman of the Carlyle Group, influential with them too. Mark Benioff, right? We've talked about him many times, Sell the Salesforce guy. Uh, Lawrence D. Fink, right? Larry Fink. There's a bunch of these... Uh, names that you can find on their uh, World Economic Forum, what, what do they call them, partners, or I forget what the official term is. Not, not the Young Global Leaders, that's like an, another program that the WF has running, but just like them, it's kind of like just a, a, a mark, a stamp of approval, right? Like this politician or this business person is like, is, is, is approved by us. He, he has the, the Davos check mark, right? And there's so many of these people. Anyway, that, so he goes through. He, he goes uh, through this. So check out that piece. It's very, uh, very uh, interesting, very informative, right? Peter Maurer, philo-Semite, <laughs> Matt Carney, Christian Friedland, Klaus Schwab, which is some of these are, of course, suspicious too, right? Uh, but anyway, so that's again why if, if if you're only focusing on this aspect of it, and that's fine if that's what you want to do, that that's that's cool, right? Uh, and that's good, 100% necessary as well. But then don't avoid don't don't avoid this kind of stuff, right? Stories like this, um, where where you where you you're getting what you're claiming is not the case with the World Economic Forums, right? You have you have more of the same, more of the usual suspects, right? Uh, here's another uh, one of these, which is like, okay, good, right? Good, we get more people asking these questions. <laughs> you know, where will it go next? What does it lead to again? And that's why it's so important for these groups and organizations to complain on well, personal attacks or mis and disinformation, and this is dangerous. We have to control the narrative. We have to control all the flows of information because if someone criticizes us, what are they going to criticize tomorrow, right? And then they become dangerous right-wing conspiracy theorists that uh, don't want open borders anymore. Uh, Elon Musk says WEF is an unelected world government that people never ask for and don't want. 
Now, was that so hard? <laughs> was that so hard right, to say? Uh, so anyway, where's the tweet here? Uh, yes, he's replying to the uh, Disclose uh, TV there, right? So a lot of engagements, a lot of reach, right? That's that's good. Um, yeah, let's listen. Let's check out these clips here too, by the way. The metaverse is a great tool to reinvent the way we work. But in general, my question is, in the moment, we see a, quite a big decline in trust in political institution and also in their representatives worldwide. And a meeting here in Davos, at what extent do you think this can strengthen to try, build this trust again? I, I would refer afterwards uh, also to Brad Smith. I think what is essential is to make sure that um, the system as such, uh, the technology, uh, can be trusted. And um, um, one of the, on one of the village partners, for example, is Interpol. So we work together already um, with the necessary instances to make sure that the system is as safe as it can, as it can be. The system is as safe as it can be. Let me, let me cancel that. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so that's good. Let me check out this clip that they had there. Uh, now, of course, it's someone uh, made a good point in chat there. I'm trying to find the, the tweeter, right? He has himself, you know, pushed a lot of things, right? That's like similar, right? Like lining up with it. Uh, someone made the, the tweet comparisons, you know, between the WF and someone like Musk, right? As long as you don't stay on musk as like well you know he showed me the you know he helped expose the world economic forum and so he's the guy i'm following so as that's not happening then it's fine right as long as, as long as people move on and and don't get stuck on on what this guy's uh, pushing is there is there some theater on this but that's always of course you know kind of possible right now it's become fashionable to criticize i think this happened with the billiberg group as well at some point it reaches kind of like a crescendo of criticism, uh, don't get me wrong, I still think it's good to criticize it. It needs to be done. It needs to be exposed. S exposed. Stay on target. Keep doing that. But probably at some point, then you're going to have, you have the formation of other groups, right, that that will continue to operate in, in, in the shadows. But uh, again, the, the WF never, as far, as far as I know anyway, never did that. They became hyper-public after the pandemic or the COVID you know, narrative bullshit uh, that broke out. And it became much more kind of like publicly like a group that like the, we need to change things and blah, blah, blah. So that's probably part of it, too. Like they, they int intentionally took that step of like, no, we're going to just be open about what we want. This is this is, uh, you know, the, the future direction we need to take, um, of course, to to save the earth, right, to to save everybody, obviously. Um, but anyway, as long as you don't just like get, get stuck up on on like that it's Elon that's your savior and just not listen to anything beyond what he says, then I think it's it's a net positive. Right. Hello, question to Mr. Schwab. I think the meta Oh, that's that is the same. Okay, gotcha. They just cut that out. Okay, perfect. All right. Uh so that is not bad. Um that we're getting some of that. The other funny things here, of course, is that it's a bunch of uh, degenerates, surprisingly, that attends uh, this these kinds of events too. Uh prostitutes gather in Davos for annual meeting of global elite where demand for sexual services rockets during economic summit. Prostitutes report a surge in business during the annual gathering of leaders. That means that wherever they are for the rest of the year, they don't all go to the same place, right? But I'm saying wherever they go back to, that's also going to be an uptick of uh, of 
requested sexual services in that area too. Uh, escorts are booked into delegates hotels alongside business executives. I wonder, like, do they bring in kids here too? I would, I would not be surprised, to be honest. Sex workers dress in business attire and rub shoulders with the global elite. <laughs> um, let me see, what's the spin here about Delamere? The global elite tackling the world's greatest problem, including gender inequity. At the Davos Summit, are fueling a surge of prostitution in the Swiss resort town. Demand for sex work skyrockets each year at the meeting of the world leaders and business tycoons who jet in from around the world to rub shoulders with each other. Escorts are booked into the same hotels as high-powered bosses, and their employees during the five-day summit. One sex worker named Liana said she dressed in business attire so she doesn't stand out among the executives, despite prostitution being legal in Switzerland. She told Bild she regularly sees an American who visits Switzerland multiple times a year and is among the 2,700 conference attendees. Liana charges around 700 euros for an hour and 2,300 euros for the whole night plus travel expenses um yeah so yeah of course you're going to get this uh black Phillips says henrik you touched uh, on it briefly but uh, nestle is a good example of a hostile globalist corporation to wake normies up pl plus it's f full of gentiles uh, so no one thinks you're a total spurg. <laughs> well i'm not saying just because you know you're you talk about jews that you're a total spurg, but there's a there's a i'm just saying there's a there's a there's a there's a cool way of doing it, you know, and that's gonna that's gonna be different for everybody. That's hard. It's something you you gauge. It's just that what I what I mean is like you can't you can't just like you can't always just be super on the offensive about these kinds of things. If if your goal is to to wake people up or or uh, you know widen the amount of people that are aware of what's going on and thereby you know. Be, it's, the basic strategy is there's safety in, in numbers to a certain extent. Uh, the more people you have aboard, the more people that are awake, the more people help each other out, the, the, the easier it's going to be. The, you're going to help to educate each other. You're going to have more pockets of good people in good areas. I mean, there's, it speaks for itself. I, I don't think you have to motivate whites. I'm not saying it's always more is always better. I'm not saying that either. It is about quality, right? But I'm saying... If we don't wake up our people, what are we even what are we even doing then? This is not some like just I'm just trying to be edgy on the internet or you know what I mean like it's there, there is there's so much of that right now it's like a just like in uh, what do you call it not inflation that's not the term it's uh, just a, an overflow of like just who can says the the edgiest most uh, uh, you know convoluted takes on things <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like okay sure you go on and do that but that's not what it's not what what we're doing here you know what i mean this is like taking things still st still honestly looking at what 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 are the compositions of those that are controlling us and what do they do what what's their goals what are they doing with us but then at the same time you i, I think you can do it in a, in a somewhat you know kind of cool way and, and you don't have to be i mean sometimes it's 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 slightly fun to be abrasive i'm not saying that it doesn't have its place and stuff like that right but just being abrasive for the sake of it right i'm just saying you can't like you know if you just rush up to somebody and he's like fucking jews control everything man you know kind of thing and i'm not saying everyone is like that but but there are some <laughs> there is some of that it's like 
try try gauge a little bit first. What 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 are they interested in? You know what I mean? Like there, there's other there's other angles to this too. There's other realities of 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 who's doing things and what's going on. And all of these are passages in right, to opening people's minds up to the possibility that shit is not what the the authorities claim that it is, and it's actually a bunch of wicked evil people that wants the worst for us and for our kids, right? Uh, and there's there's cool there's cool ways about that. Uh, anyway, everyone look, everyone has their different strategies. You you do you do you. Like I I, I usually don't spend time <clears throat> attacking people and what they do. I just think uh, some of it is like kind of navel gazing, and some of it is just uh, too abrasive for the sake of it. <clears throat> and it's not my style. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, thank you, Blackfield. Yes, but it's but it's true, right? I'm saying <clears throat> a foot, <clears throat> excuse me, a foot in through the door. <clears throat> that's what I think is very important at this time. And it's so, e- it's so easy, right? As long as someone's willing to listen or at least a little interested. They have a spark of like something, you know, questioning or something doesn't quite feel right. You got you to gotta give some of these people a lot of room. Do you know what I mean? To, 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 to wiggle around. There's so many people that have so much good information. They're just a, a walking library, a repository. Uh, you, you know, a- they're just aggregating, you know, proofs. <laughs> right one after the other of like show, showing how all this connected who's doing it what's happening to us why are they doing this right and that's that's good that's like a, that's a weapon right that's a uh, that's something you can use in your arsenal and but the trick is to utilize that in the right way right so you just you just give the the right little crumbs and tidbits which gives them a lot of room to ask the questions themselves if you go on the offensive too much and just push like too much information on someone that Chances are they're just going to close that door and, and like, all right, this is it's too much for me. I'm walking away, kind of thing. But anyway, I digress. It, it all depends on what your what your uh, what your purpose is. What's your uh, what's your goal? You know what I mean? Uh, it's a little bit the same as the <clears throat> the gas stove thing, right? Which is like, w- why counter signal those who are exposing wh- what absurdity this is? And you had some of that, right? Oh, because DeSantis. You know, said, and some of them make fun of it, right? And it's kind of fun, right? Like, God, guns, and gas stoves, or you know, whatever. And it's, it's like, it's it's borderline cringe and like um, ridiculous, you know. Obviously, at the same time, but it, but if it triggers kind of the right people, that can be fun sometimes, you know what I mean? But but behind that, there's a there's a serious and an ongoing wider discussion or, or reality of the same people, right, that want to limit our ability to just have a goddamn gas stove if you want that, because it's always about restricting, right, limiting something, oh, this is, no, we have decided this is bad for you, and then it's the next thing, and then it's the next thing, and what are, what, what, what else is, is there after that, right? So, I mean, it's part of the whole attack on the gas and oil industry, right, obviously, Um our ability to not be able to heat our homes, right? They're banning wood stoves. They're they're putting extra taxes if you have uh, open fires in your ho- homes. Like, all these weird things, and it all weaves together. And if the gas stove thing all of a sudden kind of takes off and becomes a a hot point of interest, I guess, for lack of a better term, which could potentially could help to get those people who are like, what what the hell is this? Like, what, what do you mean? They're coming from a gas stove? What, what is this about? You, you know, you can open, unlock. <laughs> You're going to unlock their minds to like the possibility that like they're doing this because they hate you and they want you dead and they want your kids to be like raped and lying in a gutter somewhere and, and they'll laugh at you while they're doing it. 
if you can get them aboard to understanding the severity of the situation, I think that's good. Why not use it? Um, people working in the oil and gas industry are among the most right-wing, as in rural white demographics, according to a compa- uh, campaign donation or two campaign donation data. Some screenshot here to back this up. At the end of the day, Leftists are trying to ban gas and oil in the West because they want white people to freeze and starve. Isn't it bizarre that people who describe themselves as pro-white would mock conservative whites for their concern over this? I think that's a, I think that's a good point. Again, you have an, it's a, this is an easy, can we get that full? No, okay, anyway, that's a screenshot right there. It's an easy, it's all laid up, right? It's all, it's, it's te- the shot is teed up. <laughs> They're doing another crazy fucking thing. All you have to do is drive that ball home. Don't complicate it. Don't, you're going to counter signal this now when there's like energy and momentum behind this, right? All right. Uh, anyway, so we had uh, Geta Thunberg here arrested uh, in Germany. And of course, again, it's more of this nonsense, right? Like, Really, at a time when like Germany is struggling to keep their uh, the power on, their their heating on their at their homes, uh, their industry might be facing uh, massive setback and cutbacks uh, in the coming years, especially by I think next winter when they don't no longer ha- have these stocks of uh, you know ex- extra uh, saved up natural gas and things like this. Right? They bought the Europeans uh, bought an awful lot of natural gas, and they have full you know stocked up fully right now. Some of the prices have even dropped, right? Uh, but then, of course, they, they're forced to expand their coal mines in Germany because what are they going to do? Uh, so then, of course, Greta Thunberg showed up there and she was uh, hauled away. Someone was uh, showing this uh, photo of her. And it, this is a great, um, great meme, uh, meme opportunity there as well. You can put uh, s- select your face that you can put right in there. Uh, but then it turns out, unfortunately, it turned out that it looks like a lot of it was like kind of for the cameras a little bit, right? Uh, this is what it looked like when she was actually hauled away. Check this out. How dare you? Before she was hauled off, this is how it looks. Looked like it was a camera opportunity. <laughs> you also want those pretty men? Wie sieht's denn aus mit der Badstraße? Yep, that's it. So it looked like it was kind of, kind of faking it. I mean, they did haul her off, right? But uh, how dare you? How dare you? Um, she's she's a little banker girl, right? Remember that clip we played it a few times for potential newcomers. Check this out. If we save the banks, right? Um, <laughs> save the banks, save the world. Remember this? The money is there. If we can save the banks, if then we can save the world. <laughs> I mean. And that's why she's not at the World Economic Forum protesting. You will own nothing. And you will be happy. I mean, I'm not the enemy. At least I hope not. <laughs> Liar! Liar! All right. 
Let me get back on track here. Playing too many clips. I can't even bring in them fast enough. All right. Um, so anyway, I think a lot of that was like kind of staged for the cameras a little bit, to be honest. Nothing's going to happen to them and stuff like that. And, and someone made the comparison to, and I made the point in the, in the Western Warriors show here for members of the weekend that like, if they, if they, you, know, they, you saw people pushing over cops they were like lying in the mud and struggling in the cops and stuff like that. And I made the point, like if if you if you had seen that level of I guess antagonism against the cops, I'm looking for the the right words to use here, but you would have seen the German police bring in tanks if they had to, right? I mean, considering what happened during the the protest, here here's the yeah here's the the I think this is the is it the mud scene here? Check this out. They would have brought in whatever vehicles and tools they had to do to like bash the skulls in of these people, uh, but yet they treated them with kitty gloves. Here, here, look at this: German police lying in the mud. Uh, again, this is outside of that small town that's being kind of or close to it. That little small town that's going to have to be demolished, removed essentially because they're expanding the the coal mine, right? <laughs> So humiliating for them, of course, <clears throat> and it's like, in a way, like good. You know, they kind of deserve each other, right? Uh, so I'm not too upset about that. Obviously, that's that's totally fine. But the point is, is like, if this was was COVID protest, it would be like it would be military on the spot. You know what I mean? And so they're treating these people with kitty gloves. They kind of they kind of like this to a certain extent. They 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 want they want this little uh, you know tiffy, I guess, around this, right? Let's see if we can find this one here. Yeah, I was looking for another clip here. Hang on, guys. Anyway, the absurd... Yeah, so he look at this. He pushes over the cop right at the end. Im imagine them doing that. Imagine them, do them doing that during the, the COVID stuff, right? The protest. Holy shit. So they're shooting them with the, with the kitty gloves. That's the point, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, here's a link here. But uh, let me let me see if I can play this real quick. This is from uh, sorry, who sent it again? The gas stove thing. Here we go. Yes, um, Alimer. Hopefully that's correct. A few days before the whole gas stove controversy, my local news aired this little little ditty. Or is it dirty ditty? Yeah. Uh, it basically explains how uh, you're giving your kid asthma if you use a gas stove. Let, let's play this. And of course, I have more input on that, but let's just play this uh, here then. Okay. Thanks for the link. So many parents like you are asking questions about this story because some experts are saying experts. an appliance in your kitchen may be giving cause for concern. A recent study shows a link between your gas stove and childhood asthma. Our Isabel Lawrence spoke with some local experts. What? Not uh, heart attacks? It's about it. More than 40 million homes in America use gas stovetops. But now, experts are warning of the possible side effects. Unfortunately, the vast majority of Americans have no idea that every time they cook, they could be subjecting themselves and their loved ones to toxic chemicals. 
That was Richard Trumka Jr., a commissioner with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission on a Facebook live stream in December. This month, in an interview with Bloomberg, he warns a ban isn't off the table. His warning, not the only one. A study published in December found, quote, 12.7% of current childhood asthma nationwide is attributed to gas stove use. When we look at environmental issues, we also should be looking at environmental health issues, and this is an environmental health issue, right? Randy Lepla is the director of the Environmental Law Clinic at Case Western Reserve University School of Law. She says gas stoves can release nitrogen dioxide and particulate matter into the air, posing health risks. So what I think will probably happen is that they'll look at trying to put some limitations on what types of emissions and how much uh, natural gas stoves are permitted to release. And if for some reason they can't make it safe after they try these different parameters, um, then I think a ban could be the next step. Yeah. And I think, so I think... I think the concern is fake and gay. That's my point here, too. Could there be truth? Sure, possibly. Who knows? There are all kinds of dangers. But you see how it always works, how they always hone in whatever is convenient at the time while they're ignoring a slew of other things, right? I mean, now when the heart attack thing is, now they wheel out all these, you know, oh, there's toxins here and this, this, to explain away uh, and say, no, it's not uh, it's not uh, the, the clot shot that's responsible for heart attacks. It's this... Um, it, it's this new chemical we found in the atmosphere or whatever. And it's like, yes, there's a lot of issues and chemicals and dangerous things everywhere, but they only they only care when it's convenient. And so then point, someone pointed out, you know, again, predictably, it's almost, you know, trite and, and, and even boring to mention it. But yes, the main study that all the media is basing this on uh, is from the Rocky Mountain Institute, which, again, is a World Economic Forum, you know, associate or, a, you know, whatever they call that again, like a... And an approved a, a WF checkmark company, right? An institute, um, and so they're the ones who talked about the uh, the emissions here, right? The uh, uh, where did that screenshot go? Uh, RMI awarded eight million dollars to accelerate carbon-free U.S. buildings back in 2020, right? So the, the part of their agenda is to decarbonize thing and, and making carbon, any uh, carbohydrates, carbon, oil, gas, anything, uh, be the uh, the villain and the boogeyman. Uh, is there problems with it? Of, of course there is. Like you can't go sniff benzene and then think nothing's going to happen and stuff, right? But you know what? You, <laughs> you know why they're doing this, and it's not from a because they have a genuine concern for you. As you're concerned with asthma, they, they're giving kids the clot shot, for example, right? So I think it's pretty easy to to see through uh, why they're doing it because it's politically, you know, kind of expedient uh, of doing that uh, right now. And then again, like, let's not go to Davos. Let's let's uh, cement our hands onto a random road in Berlin. Uh, to to stop normal people going to work or whatever, right? That's what they're up to, throwing... They're destroying art. I mean, again, this is the, the whole progress religion, the, the mutant uh, liberal world order. It's, it's all about destruction. We're like the Great Reset. It's year zero. Architecture, statues, art, everything, everything from the Western canon need to be erased and gone. And that's why you get these dim, dimwits from, uh, what is it, Beyond Oil? Or what do they call now? Uh, Stop Oil, whatever, like throwing... Uh, paint at famous artworks in in you know the British museums. They're doing it in, in the Netherlands, all over the place. 
Um, they are part of the corrosive, you know, maggots that are coming out. You know, we've we've had a fall of the West essentially, right? It's it's lying on the on the on the on the forest floor as a, as a wood uh, as, as a tree symbolically, right? A tree, and now all the little maggots and parasites and sponges and mushrooms or whatever it is, right? It's coming out to just help break everything down. And that's the, the time that we're in right now. It's it's everything is just being broken down. Uh, it's it's these corrosive uh, agents of nature that's coming out. In one way, you could argue that it's natural, tied to the death and life cycle of any civilization that's kind of just happening. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to, you know, fight it. <laughs> Obviously, these people are 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 in the wrong, and it's being used by those who want to see us gone. Essentially, uh, one clip I forgot here about the Klaus Schwab business. Um, he is not a fan of independent media, and that turned out when a, a Japanese uh, person wanted to uh, just ask him a couple of questions. Uh, forgot this clip. Check this out. See that that's the giveaway right there. He does have time because if it was an independent media, he would talk to them. That's what that implies right there. As soon as she says independent, oh, no, 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 no. We got to have our approved, you know, the, the Schillers, <laughs> the, the WF Schill media. Well, are you with them? Uh, but, uh, which which uh, media are you with? I am an independent journalist from yeah, Japan. No, thank you very much. <laughs> I have um, to ask. But, they laugh at it. Thank you. I can walk with you. It's fine. You know what I mean. Uh, but uh, I, I want to ask Thank just, just you. one more, one question. Thank you. Nope. Didn't like that. Yeah, we're not. Thank you. No, sorry, we're in a big rush. We've got so many things tonight. But, but for us, but it's thank you. You're so important. Uh, if you would have been from Reuters or AP, no problem. We would have got, got, gotten you a couple of the answers uh, that you can reprint in the press. But since you're independent, uh, fuck you. Okay? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You can, I can, he's got so many people stopping yeah, that if you were to yeah, stop he's so for busy. everything. Yeah, he's so busy. He's just such an important so man. Thank you. Uh, thank I mean, yes, like th- that. that's true. But like... The giveaway was that tur- like what? Okay, what media are you with? <laughs> you know what I mean, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, I tell you, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'm walking to the car. Ask me a question or two. I have time for that. Not a problem. Nope. It's got to be super tight and rigid and control uh, the narrative, right? All right. Um, let me see if we can do this or not. I got to kind of pick a couple of things here. <clears throat> Let's do this. Let's do a couple of the uh, the anti-white stories that we had too. That kind of weaves into it. Um, enrichment, you know, diversity, all that kind of good stuff, right? That's what uh, <clears throat> that's what we are being sold here as the the greatest things in sliced bread. Uh, diversity, immigration, open borders. Uh, we had another uh, enrichment opportunity here in uh, Brussels, in uh, one of the 
terminals. I forget which one it was exactly here. Yeah. Guard du Midi. Man stabbed with a butcher's knife at Guard du Midi. Um, well, we can just we can just take a look at the footage here. So slightly graphic. You don't see actually, you know, blood or anything like that, but you're seeing uh, the migrant trying to slash someone's throat, uh, just sitting, waiting for uh, presumably his uh, bus or train, uh, whatever it is. Look at this. Totally normal stuff. It's just uh, <clears throat> parse and par parcel of uh, living in a diverse city right now. Isn't that great? Uh, <clears throat> again, this world is what the people we just looked at is advocating for. This is what they want. They want to. They want people to be able to move just like products do, right? They, it's just like goods, open borders, free trade, and here's some free movements of people, right? If you look at the Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations. Um, which is, you know, Agenda 2030, uh, 10 of the 17 points is somehow related to migration uh, and, and just, uh, uh, yeah, in the replacement effort, essentially, right? Check out this uh, anti-white uh, bastard right here, Richard Fochtman. Fochtman, Fochtman. <laughs> uh, listen to what he says, a, a, a crowd uh, here. Listen to this. Today I saw a thing in that said a lot of men white men were committing suicide and i almost thought yeah great you know? <laughs> I mean, and then i thought about it a little more and i thought well maybe you shouldn't say that in public today i saw well you just said it in public i think that's a that's a goodie from a while ago talking about the need to diversify maine and america as a whole fucked men said the death of white men is a good thing and then he further explained himself uh i thought the point of the joke is that it won't be long and that this won't be a majority white nation, and I think that's a good thing. Remember this guy? This is some of the, the doses that we're getting here. Here's this one. we got to listen to this one then, too. It kind of all ties in here a little bit of some of the sludge uh, crap that we're getting from the uh, is uh, from our uh, mainstream culture, essentially, right? What is this, four minutes? I guess we can just listen to this then. Um, we investigated a suburban LGBTQ pedophile ring. Here's what we found. Uh, this is part one of a four-part investigative series. Let's uh, check it. I haven't heard uh, this clip before, uh, but uh, Second Wanderer sent this earlier, so let's check it out. They come in blazing with uh, AK-47s or whatever. Um, how many people was it? 10, 15, a lot. They were I'm... doing like a, a drug bust or something. Yeah, you can tell in that mugshot that he has a big bruise on the left side of his face. Yeah, but they slammed him against the floor in the foyer. He had bruises on his Why? knees, his face. They slammed yeah. him on the floor, and um, I hate to say this, but I, I don't sleep in clothes, so they arrested me in the, my bed, naked, put me in a cruiser with no clothes. I sat in the back of that cruiser from 11.30 to about 
4 a.m. naked in the backseat of that cruiser while they searched our house for God knows what. No, I should maybe read this for the audience here. Not only did the married men allegedly rape the two brothers that they adopted to, right, uh, who were adopted through a Christian special needs adoption agency. Uh, they were pimping out their children to nearby pedophiles in the Atlanta area suburbs. They seized the house, everything inside. Wonderful, it. wonderful people, folks. All of they're definitely they're definitely sending their best. Cars on the property. They took our house because they think there was extra money coming in from somewhere and we're like in our 30s and we have this big giant house and they didn't think we could afford it. Yeah, you're selling you're selling something on the side? Can I ask you, does this guy know you at all, or some random thing he's just trying to, you know, rat somebody? That, I mean, can I ask you that, or...? Um, so last time he was here, I told him something, and it's... I, I told you, the last time he was here, I told him something. I wrote and wrote and wrote and down something, gave it to him. Um, it's something around those lines, but more. Me and Zach worked our butts off for everything we've had. And they called me out front again for fingerprints, and I saw uh, the new charges that they're putting against, I'm assuming both of us. I'm not sure how they got this audio. Is the text cut off you guys there? Can you read that? All right, I think. All right. I mean, are you worried about... Okay, it keeps going a little bit. Where uh, they are, or... I mean, yeah, but I can't talk... I definitely can't talk about that. I don't want to say it, but... Brace yourself for the truth. Okay? Just... Don't give up on us. You talk to Zach, tell him I still love him. I can't So the boys were rescued, at least. Sorry, I'm not reading all the text here, guys. I think you're okay reading that. All right. Ugh. Absolutely revolting. I saw this the other day here. <clears throat> and I was like, uh, nah, I don't, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think the sides are pretty easily drawn here in the sound. All right. Uh, absolutely despicable. Disgusting, right? This, I, I think we need to, we need to put a, um, some kind of hold or lock on the entire like LGBT mu movement and, 
the whole you know, the, the, the cultural phenomena, I guess, or whatever if you want to call it. I mean, it's it's not it's like astroturfed. Obviously, it's like top down, right? But we need to like stop it until we can figure out what's going on, and then we need to like push it back into the closet and start uh, actually going after people, punishing people. Uh, they're doing this kind of stuff. Uh, last thing I'm going to show you guys a little bit of a uh, trailer, some of the anti-white stuff too. Um, we have a new movie coming out. Can you believe it or not? Uh, it is called. Let me see what the name of get. Again, Clary uh, Chevalier. Chevalier, a biographical film about the Black Mozart. <laughs> this is great stuff. Uh, it's is the endless barrage of anti-white propaganda. Of course, kind of continues. Uh, and again, I think this is perfect material uh, to show to people and to make them understand just like how anti-white the, the establishment is, how, how anti-white Hollywood is, uh, how much they hate you if you're white and stuff like that, right? Uh, check, check out the trailer here. Welcome to Paris, Joseph. Monsieur, I fear this will not be a kind place to such a boy. Boy has talent, but one in particular that is exceptional. Very well. I realized the more I exiled, the less I was alone. Were you always so competitive? Give the show off who spoiled Mozart's concert. May I play with you, monsieur? Well, I hope this won't be embarrassing for you. Who the hell is that? You are quite a remarkable man. <laughs> Amazing. Queen of France. Hereby anoint you Chevalier. Any other country, man of your color would not be wearing such fine clothes. One day, the whole world will know me. And of course, the music will be spectacular. Bold. You don't belong here. Bruh. You're a party trick. You're a pet. Playing the violin. That is all. You are playing a dangerous game, friend. You forget your place, boy. Break his hands. This world is painful for us, my son. But there is always the choice to fight. I'm putting on a concert. Let us fund the revolution. You cannot afford to make any more enemies. France is changing. You could be more influential than you know. Leverage it. <laughs> Revolutionary. If you take Legend. Stage, you will be erased. There will be no new France. You cannot topple what has been ordained by God. Not everything is about you people. All right. Amazing. The untold true story. Of course it is. Searchlight. Yeah. <clears throat> Who, uh, who's behind that again? Oh, <laughs> it just, it just never, it never ends, does it? <clears throat> it's, it's incredible. Uh, I think it's good. You can take like these high, very expensive.
expensive production, and if you can kind of jujitsu that <clears throat> uh, and, and kind of use the energy of like the momentum that it has, <clears throat> but turn it against itself to show people that it's actual uh, garbage propaganda, historically inaccurate, uh, and they're doing it because they're, they hate white people, right? <clears throat> You've successfully managed to. Uh, to to take something that they aimed to be propaganda against us and having it be propaganda against them, right? Uh, not too bad. <clears throat> Someone says here, Jacinda Ardern, New Zealand Prime Minister, just resigned. Really? Interesting. <clears throat> I wonder what that's about. Shocks of Worland resigns as New Zealand Prime Minister. She says he's got nothing left in the tank and tells her fiancé Clark, let's finally get married. Uh, is she, does she have, she have kids? One kid here? <clears throat> I think... Why couldn't she get married before? Yeah, I think she has a, a one one girl. I think she has it. All right, interesting. Thanks for that link. I didn't know that. <clears throat> She's resigned. Good. Uh, I'm sure someone worse is going to take over. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Zyrofee says, what about farts? Are they dangerous? Of course. Of course they are. Absolutely. 100%. Um, will my social score be affected if I pass too much gas? Ban baked beans next? Yeah, I think uh, that, that has to do with the whole issue of like you or they wanting to regulate essentially what you eat. Uh, and I'm sure it's, I'm sure at some point uh, they'll begin determining whether something actually is uh, more uh, gaseous producing than anything else, right? Uh, Black Phillips says, uh, Henrik, someone in this... Oh, yeah, there it is. Yep, okay, thank you. You're highlighting that for, for me too, Black Phillips. Someone in chat said, Jacinda Arden stepped down. Looks like if it's true, if you verify it on your own, very bizarre time during Davos when New Zealand is the elite endgame retreat. Yeah, yeah, we'll look into that and see what the reason could be for that. If there's anything else to it, I think sometimes they just they get burnt out. I mean, she's definitely had a lot of. Uh, I mean, man, holy shit, how they pushed uh, things in New Zealand. There might have just been too much for some of these people. They just they can't they can't bear it. Maybe conscience is coming through a little bit. Maybe that's what it is. Let's see if we can find it on the front page here. Uh, let me refresh here. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it is interesting. Yeah, maybe not. Anyway, Daily Mail is just a cesspool. Yeah, there it is. Okay, here we go. Yep, there it is. Resigns. <clears throat> Good, finally. Well, uh, I mean, again, that's going to be, I, I, I bet you it's going to be someone that's even worse uh, taking over. They're going to top her now, right? Like in Warriors says regarding the, uh, I guess, the, the, the other previous uh, couple of stories there. Uh, at least we're not speaking German. That's right. At least we're not speaking German. Can you imagine being invaded? Can you imagine uh, France and Paris being flooded by people from another country speaking a different language. Can you imagine such a thing? Uh, Bill Hoover says, if a French guy moved to Africa at that time, the Africans would have eaten him. That's that's right. Yeah, it's funny because in the movie they try to show, obviously, you can determine that from the trailer, how bad and wicked and evil the, the French were, right? But then, like, but they let him in and they let him do all these things. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's never good enough. Never good enough. Uh, well, at some point, that shit is going to change, and people are going to be at such a point where they're so fed up with it that they're not going to be able to push uh, through of any of that shit uh, anymore. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Going to wrap up right there. Join us over at RedEyesMembers.com. You can also join us at Odyssey.com slash at TV. They have memberships over there. You can also join us at SubscribeStar.com slash RedEyes, whatever's convenient. Uh, we also want to say thank you to our executive producers today, as usual. I pull these through here. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Ubunga, Quetch Me If You Can. Also want to say thanks to Mongo's, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, 
Francis Parker Yockey, Dilbob and Level 104 Light, together with Last Play Simp and Masix Gorillion. Thank you, lads and uh, gals. Appreciate it very much. Also, thank you to the producers, Mr. Walker696, Johansson, Leroy Dumond, Snarkpup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, and Yuri New. I'm going to make a little bit different uh, redesign for uh, the, the producer pages here, too, uh, in a little bit. Um, if you're missing, if you're not on there, uh, just send me an email and we'll sort that out. If you fall in between the cracks, I want to make sure we have all the names on there. So thank you, guys. We appreciate you very much. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we're actually looking to get an editor aboard here, too, because of your help. Uh, we're um, setting that up right now. We're actually going to uh, uh, talk talk with uh, this, this someone we have, a uh, potential um, person, basically, to join us here as well. So that has all happened with your help. So thank you too much. Uh, thank, you, thank you so much, rather, for helping us to get to that point. Uh, if you want to help out a little bit more, you can get an executive producer tier, as we said, over at Odyssey or at Subscribestar. You can also get a uh, producer tier. So it's um, uh, two different ones there as well. We appreciate all of you. And thank you to all the members. If you're super chatting today, uh, however you're uh, watching, if you're watching the stream, if you're uh, sharing the links and so forth, we appreciate all of you. So thank you guys so much. We'll be back with more here soon. Of course, Friday's up, up next. We'll probably have a guest host joining us for Friday. We have other things in the pipeline as well. So stay tuned for much more. Thank you so much to all of you guys. We'll see you later. Take care. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. Keep exposing all this garbage. Keep it simple. Don't complicate things uh, too much. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.